coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Ding Dialogues, episode 180. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good, good. Just How's the so summer? Happy today. We got a great show. Oh, right on, right on. How's the weather? Actually, mild. It's a little too mild for summer, but since they didn't get my air conditioning fixed the other day, I'm kind of glad it's mild. Yeah. I would be frying. It, it actually is fairly mild up here north of the border as well. It's, uh, you know, it has to be that global warming that's causing the, the cooling. So, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm gonna have to get a heat on my pool. Yeah, I, I mean, that's um, all sarcasm. If gonna have right. this much coolness. Oh yeah, but you know, I know, but think about it. We have dropped our average temperature for the summer has dropped significantly in the last decade. Yeah, I know. Down here in the Ozarks, it is so hard for me to believe that the Earth is one degree warmer. And we are running 10 degrees colder in the summer. Yeah, I know. I know. It, the math doesn't, doesn't add up. Make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. And, you know, a lot of things don't make sense. No. And I, me, for one, I'm getting hacked off. Uh-oh. You know, we're out here outside the bubble. And that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why um, I, I think people should want to listen to us. Yeah. Yeah, we're not we're in, not in the bubble. We're yeah. not in D. We're not in New York. You're not inside Vancouver. You're not inside um Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we're we're outside. We're we're living a different life than these people are. Yeah. And definitely. They say there's a lot of them like commentators on Fox. Um, and other platforms that are conservative right? and a lot of conservative politicians that say they really care about us out here in the flyover state or in general outside the bubble. And, you know, I don't see it. I don't see it. I, tell, I see them feeding us a line of bull all the time. How much? Yeah. Okay. Do you... These these commentators and politicians they follow each other on Twitter and Facebook. Right. How do they know what we think if they're following any of us? <laughs> they don't care what we think. They That's don't the thing. Put people on the air. I mean, now with Skype and and FaceTime, you know, these TV stations they can put somebody outside the bubble on the air and talk to them every day, every. Right. Doesn't cost them a thing. Right. Just to know what we think about the issues. Yeah. And, and you know what? They don't do it. No. No, of course not. They don't care. They don't care. No. And they, we're getting fed up. We're getting fed up with the double standard. Yeah. And, and we have that same double standard north of the border. Yeah. I mean, you've got people that can't get away with anything. They're, they're being tried for petty crimes that occurred decades ago that there should have been statutes that ran out. And, and, and I'm not interested in misbehavior. Right. But send to Rikers for it? Excuse me? Exactly. I mean, come on. And, and, and this is an old sick man. When, you know, and, and look at what we've done to Flynn. Yeah. Crucified I him. mean, they absolutely crucified him. But we can find out, and as we'll talk about in the show today, Omar married her brother yeah. you know, to avoid his deportation. Right. We've got Hillary. I mean, how many laws have Hillary broken? And we know she broke them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and you know, her story is just one. We've got uranium one. You know, Russian it, dossier it, it goes on and on. Exactly. It just goes on and on and on. We have um, John Kerry. 
Logan Act, his behavior um, as it relates to Iran. Right. Okay, it just keeps coming and coming and coming. We've got all these people in the Obama White House that tried to nail Trump and his people. Right. They, they basically started a coup. We know these people broke the law. We know the IG suggested that they should um, file charges against McCabe. That's never happened. Right. Why aren't we doing anything? And where is that other IG report we've been promised? We are getting close to July. They said May or early June. Where the hell is it? Yeah, it seems like uh, the left is getting off basically scot-free. And if you're on the right, not only are you a racist and uh, and whatever else name uh, calling of the day it is, uh, you, you got to pay the consequences. Well, it's starting to look like a lot more Republicans than we thought are part of the deep state. Yeah, the, because yeah, they, oh, for they, sure. they need to step up to the plate and start prosecuting some of these people or at least lay it out. Give us the evidence. If you're not going to prosecute them, okay, but we have the right to know out here. Right. right. Quit teasing us with, oh, we're going to have it next week. We're going to have it in a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see that. Let's, let's see the see stuff. Yeah. You know, hand it over, buddies. Show me what you got. Yeah. Yeah. They, and then it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Same things going on here in Canada, pretty much. Uh, it, and people are getting fed up with it. Like on social media, a lot of people are being very vocal about it. And, um, you know, it doesn't do anything for uh, because I'm sure on the in, in the groups I'm in there are other liberal spies uh, and trolls, and it, and it doesn't do us any favors. But people are getting vocal about it, and if they're vocal about it, they're ready to do something. Especially about Canadians, it. Yeah. yeah, especially Canadians, because uh, they tend to be a little less vocal than we are. I mean, um, yeah, and we're pissed. You know, so you know <laughs> that when they are vocal, that they're they are fed up. Yeah, absolutely. And it, yeah. it divided the country more east and west than anything ever before. And it's, it's sad. I mean, the division is just the name of the game. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, Trump had a really good week last year. Week. He um, went to Orlando. He announced his candidacy for 2020. It was a good speech. It was a great for him. Yeah, I saw... The same week, uh, Biden was speaking like in a shop that was on the grounds of a stadium, and the parking lot was only half full. That was the day yeah, Trump launched you know, his rally. Like they said, there is about 10 times as many people standing in line at the bathroom at a Trump rally than attend any of these Democrats. So how is he winning? Really, you know, well, yeah, how is Biden winning when Trump's got more people? Yeah, I think that the sense. polls, I think it's ridiculous. It, it really is. But you know that when Trump has a good week, they've always got a woman outside waiting for him. Uh, yeah, All right. They, they, and they always give it a day for his... You know, for him to bask in the glory of whatever it is he did, okay? Right. And then the next day they hit him with someone accusing he raped them or sexually assaulted them. Or, as in a couple of the cases, they wanted to do it. You know, yeah. they, they, they were, you know, perfectly willing. But yet, they just decided they want to come forward. Yeah, exactly. Okay? And, and with no consequences. Yeah, you know, it's, you know... I don't know. Kiss and tell. Yeah, there has to be consequences for him to stop. And there hasn't been. So, this time we have writer Jean Carroll. She says that 20 years ago, Trump raped her in an upscale department store in Manhattan in the the dressing room. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I've seen a picture she of her. She does not fit the profile at <laughs> yeah. all. Okay, at all. 
Yeah. You know, and so I was skeptical from the beginning. Okay. And uh, Alyssa Milano's, you know, she was, she believed her. This woman, oh, of course, the careers, and I, I just, I wrote a note to her. I said, you know, she just does fit the profile. I, I, I tried not to, you know talk mean about her but she just doesn't well the other profile women didn't work either so they're trying something new they're you know being creative exactly. i guess <laughs> and then you know he's a germaphobe there probably wasn't a shower in the dressing room <laughs> yeah you know and then i had people crawling all uh, you know just telling me oh he admitted to this he's on tape admitting to it to it yeah i doubt it well I doubt it too. First of all, he might have admitted having sex with somebody. I don't know. They could have him on tape. But with Gene Carroll? Yeah. Or I doubt it. was it somebody else? I mean, you know, you're talking about a 20 year old tape. Yeah. You know, I, I was just very skeptical. Okay. And so I'm getting hit up all day long on Twitter. About an hour later, I mean, she comes for me. This happens on Twitter on Saturday morning. So sometimes Saturday afternoon she withdraws this. Oh, backpedal accusation. Somebody but mentioned she's treason. Still, <laughs> she's still been on the shows. Okay. Oh yeah, getting Last it in the media. Night, she goes on Anderson Cooper show. Right. First of all, she flirted with Anderson. You know, she's really not Anderson's type, okay? Right. There, there's no doubt about that. Um, <laughs> or is she? <laughs> she says that rape is sexy. Well, there and you go. Anderson has to cut to rehearsal. There's a nut job for you right there. She is a nut. And she also said, I guess, on the CNN early morning show that she still had the dress she was wearing, but she didn't want to test it for Trump's sperm. Right, right. She also wrote a memoir, and she never mentioned it in her memoir. Oh, there you so go. She just came out there when it was convenient, when Trump had a winning week. Yeah, I bet you it was way worth. It makes these stations look like they've they've found another Avenatti. It was worth a couple million to her, so someone paid that bill. Someone paid it. You're right. You're right. I made several someones. Yeah. You know, I have a feeling when these people come forward, it's not just one person or one group no. paying them. They're, they're collecting, you know, like um, the hospice people and the donuts. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's putting her reputation yeah. the whole on the line. family, here. everybody in the family gives them 20 bucks for the donuts. Yeah. Well, she, she knows that she's uh, sacrificing her reputation and her career on it. So it's probably 10 to 12 million. <laughs> it's always 10 to 12 million by the time yeah. they're done. You know? Now, who's paying George Conway? Uh, yeah, who is paying George I'd like Conway? I'd to know if his, his bank account is going up because he's a freak. Yeah. Okay, he says that Gene Carroll's story is more credible than Juanita Broderick. Now, let me tell you, Juanita Broderick, if you hear her tell the story, you damn well know. She's not lying. Right. And um, you know as well as I do, we had Jennifer Flowers on our show. She said that when she met her, uh, when she met Juanita Broderick, she loves Bill. Jennifer Flowers loves Bill Clinton. Right. The last thing she wanted to do is believe he could rape somebody. She said, Juanita tells the truth. Yep. There you go. Okay. So, what is George Conway's deal? I mean, he does this to hurt his wife, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. So, I mean, he's still married to her. She's the mother of his four kids. What kind of a freaking ass is this? It's all about money. Somebody's got to be paying him because no one would do this to his children and embarrass his family like this if there wasn't a hell of a lot of money involved yeah and and you know money on the levels of a george soros or someone like that hmm wonder who it's it could be. be yeah it's got to be because um it, it's just very sad very sad when to his wife you know he can hate trump all he wants i mean at one point he wanted a job in the white house 
But when he didn't get it, he turned. Right. And um, he couldn't just keep his mouth shut for his wife and kids. That's, tell you what, that's some kind of man. Yeah. Disgusting, actually. Yeah. Okay. General Flynn. Everybody is always interested in his story because they believe that he's been railroaded. And yeah. um, I, I think they're right. I, I really do. I mean, I believe that he should have registered as an agent when he did work for Turkey. and But really, that's not what he's gone down on. Right. He's been railroaded into lying to the FBI. Well, he's waiting, awaiting his sentencing. Now, even though Matt's given his report and he's done, I guess the team is still pounding on Flynn and uh, probably Manafort. Right. Nevertheless, Flynn fired all of his attorneys the other day and hired new ones. Hmm. In this process, and I'm not sure why this leaked out, but it did. They said that General Flynn, when he was working under the Obama administration, Opened up a big can of worms when it comes to Mrs. Clinton. Ah. And the fact that certain classified documents had been hacked. The minute he learned this, Obama's FBI, etc., was all over him. Wow. Okay, so almost uh, headhunting the whistleblower, so to speak. Exactly. And it carried over when Trump, because they certainly didn't want him to be able to carry over this information. We don't know what all out about the Clintons. Yeah. Or about yeah. Mrs. Clinton. I don't think this was Bill. I mean, we're but, talking about someone whose nickname is Killery. Exactly. You know. And, <laughs> that says a lot right there. Yeah, yeah. So, and another econ that suicide. Oh, they were suicided. Their, their buddies commit off of suicide. Um, General Flynn violated the Logan Act. So we all expected, even though no one had really been convicted of the Logan Act in years, and that would be working with um, an, another country. Right. Or, you know, telling them secrets that you might have in relation to the government or right. even making deals okay the Logan Act um, so we expected that they might convict him of that but they didn't and apparently Mueller kind of threw the Logan Act out huh. Made it ineffective, and there's speculation that he did that because John Kerry and possibly Barack Obama are violating the Logan Act, and so he was kind of watching out for them. John Kerry has been talking to Iran, maybe giving Iran tips on how to get around some of Trump's policies and um, sanctions. Oh, yeah. But they're saying that the way Mueller handled the Logan Act in relationship to Flynn might have been to protect John Kerry and Barack Obama. Yeah, that that makes really makes me think. Yeah. Yeah, interesting thought there. We'll have to come back We're and visit on. that one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but... Back to what we were talking about at the very beginning of the show. Yeah. We're sick and tired of these people. We know we violated the law. They just keep turning their heads towards us, giving us a smug look, and keep, keep on keeping on. Yeah. And like, we don't do anything. They like can, we're, we're stupid piss ants. Yeah, they don't even have to say they're sorry. No, they don't. <laughs> they just keep doing it. Yeah. If you're on the left, you're okay. Yeah, it's a get out of jail free card. Yeah. But I tell you what, I think that paying for followers on any social media platform, uh, it stinks. 
<laughs> I mean, I would much rather follow someone that has 10,000 people than someone that has 100,000 because I know that person that had 100,000 probably paid for them. Or they're taking money from others to promote products or services or whatever, and they're running it as a business. Heaven forbid you're running for president and you have to buy followers. Oh, there you go. Joe Biden did. He got caught (laughs) by followers on Twitter. Wow. How embarrassing is that? Yeah, that is, uh, that's sad. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. what else is sad? It's sad that we have senators and Congress people that don't understand that 10 years ago, under the Obama administration, banks quit making student loans. Not only did they quit making student loans, the government bought all the student loans from the banks. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> so the new predatory lender, dear Bernie, is Is the United States government and the predatory lender you are griping about is the United States government under Barack Obama. (laughs) There you go. Predatory lending laws because the minute the government took over these loans, the university skyrocketed their price of admission. Yeah. Wow. There you go. And the minute you (laughs) alleviate this, what do you think those 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 institutions are going to do? Up the price. Raise the price. Yeah, you're till right. Until they break the United States of America. In my opinion, the United States government should not be giving those student loans. The institutions should be making their own student loans. Right. And if they were providing students with education that actually had jobs attached to them at the end, they would get their money back. Exactly. I bet you would see the price of a degree... Yeah. You know, be a little bit more in line with what the the degree will actually pay on the outside. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There, there's been a lot of deception going on over that, and uh, it will continue. It'll get well, worse. you know, people talk about corporations and all these rich billionaires. I'll tell you who holds a great deal of the wealth in the United States. That's the Unidiversity Endowments. Take right. a look at those. Yeah. If you want to see who really holds money in the United States of America, you will look at those endowment funds. Yeah. You are right there, man. And I will tell you, there's some universities running really scared. For example, uh, Missouri University or um, uh, Missouri State University, excuse me, um, here in Springfield. It used to be um, SMSU, so uh, that's when I went there. So I always still try to call it. SMSU. Nevertheless, this fall, they're going to roll back their prices. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Because I believe that we are moving towards them having to make their own loans and them having to roll back their prices. And I I think a lot of universities are preparing for that because we're not going to pay off everybody's student loans. What are we going to do next? Right pay off everybody's mortgages well what about the people that already paid theirs off yeah yeah exactly so yeah i think that would be a good progression is is leaving it in the the laps of the universities absolutely i talked to a girl yesterday she has a phd good for her but she um has been paying on it for at least five years she still has one hundred eighty thousand dollars Wow. Unreal. I mean, she will be close to retirement yeah. before yeah, she I ever gets that paid for, if she ever does. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I know a lot of people like that up here north of the border, too. Yeah. Same thing. It's, it's very sad. It's very sad. Okay, Omar. Day, she married her brother. <laughs> I I mean, she uh, married him, which in the United Uh, States, that is committing immigration and marital fraud. She probably even committed tax fraud. The best I could see when I was looking through this, because while she was married to her bubby, um, 
she was filing taxes with the guy she was previously married to and maybe never really divorced. So you might even be a bigamy in here. Wow. Unreal. My point is, and I am skeptical, as to whether she will ever be punished. Okay, we know she broke the law. Yeah. Will she ever be punished? Or is she just like Hillary or something? We, we just don't punish these people. Well, it would be racist to uh, punish her for anything, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much how it is in Canada. But it also, I think what scares me more than anything about this, because she'll probably get away with it, is when these people, because I believe she was from uh, Sudan, when they come from these third world countries, we're just taking their their word for everything. Yeah, because there's not records. Like there's no real vetting it. process. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and they really, when you have lived that sort of life, and um, where, you know, in a country where you don't particularly feel safe. Lying comes easy. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, yeah, and and they tend to lie a lot. You know what I think about when you're you're talking about this? I think about Forrest Gump. I go, you know, changing it to uh, you know immigrants or like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Exactly, and, and that's a good point. Yeah, so yeah, this is an issue up here in Canada. Um, voiced by a lot of Canadians um, because I think we took in more refugees than any other country last year. Yeah, you did. And, uh, you know, a lot of Canadians are concerned. How mm. how good was that vetting process? And, and when we ask those questions, we don't get any answers. We oh, really we get one here. You're a racist. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's exactly it. We, if you, ask about if you that. question that here, you, you get called a racist right away. Yeah. White supremacist racist. Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly how things are up here, too. Yeah, and, and I, I'm tired of the double standards. Like I said, we keep going back to the double to, standards to, yep. the, to our, our original question. Interesting how we've the bubble. We're we're sick of it. Interesting that Canada has followed you guys right in there, which makes it um, makes me realize it's it's not a country's problem. This is a global issue, and it is. it, and it's being initiated by the UN and globalists such as uh, George Soros. So exactly. Well, look, I mean, really, the first country to have this as such a problem was really Germany. Right. And, and look how much, you know, and I believe maybe even France had the problem before Germany, but they kept it a secret, kind of. Yeah, they tried to. You know, um, so you're right. Globally, this is just a huge problem, and we really can't afford to take care of everybody. Yeah, and this could we be... We can't afford that kind of crime. This could be also a ploy to, uh, you know, start putting up facial recognition cameras and things like that, like they have in China. So it could be part of the ploy, the bigger picture. Uh, But then we're giving up some of our rights to privacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. We give up the rights. I don't know what's right. We give up our rights and they just go ahead and lie about theirs. So, meh. And um, I, I think a lot of times... People are afraid to enforce the laws because it will be become uh, it will become a racist yeah. issue. Um, they'll start screaming racism or sexism or some sort of ism. Right. Yeah, I agree. Totally. It, it gets old. Yep. That, you know, there's a lot of hypocrisy that goes on. I mean, even if you just listen to these democratic. Um, candidates. I mean, they can't even stick to the subject. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're contradicting themselves all the time. I, I probably will not watch the debate. They will have two nights of debate. Uh, tomorrow night and Thursday night, I believe, and NBC will be covering it. You know, they are not letting any conservative-based channels carry it. Wow which is cutting off their nose to spite their face because 
in a presidential election, you need to pull people from the other party. For example, I keep harping at the Republicans, you know, and, and, and I really don't call myself a Republican as much as a conservative. But you have got to, the Republicans, in order to win, you've got to pull all of the conservatives, all of the Republicans, all of the libertarians. you got to pull some Democrats, though. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to get those independents. Yeah, you bet. Okay, so why would the DNC not allow that debate to be shown, for example, on Fox? Yeah, I... They need need to gain some of those people that would only watch it on Fox. Yeah, I don't understand that that type of logic because you want your word to the other party. Exactly, and and now's the time, and we we can all stand um, on all of these social media platforms and and preach to our base and have a great time. But when it comes down to election time, when it comes down to campaigning, you've got to reach across that aisle and pull some people over. Absolutely. And um, uh, I don't really care if the Democrats do that or the socialists or whatever you want to call them. But I do believe that it is ripe for picking for the Republicans and the conservatives to nab some of those those middle-of-the-road Democrats that don't want socialism, don't really want progressivism, and sure as hell they don't want communism. Yeah. Yeah, a a split in that demographics uh, of the Democratic Party, and you want to pull those anti-socialists away from the Democrats and and have them exactly. vote Republican. I don't think it's that hard. No, you just got to not be constantly preaching to that base. Yeah, because you got the base. The base is with you. Yeah. Now you got to step out and and party with the other side a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that uh, they wouldn't they, that they would do that and and block it from Fox. That's just ridiculous. It doesn't, and like I it said, no Fox in a lot of ways ticks me off these days. But um, yeah, that's beside the point. And um, the DNC should let Fox. They should let Newsmax. They should let everyone. One. Uh, the blaze even anybody should be able to carry both Republicans we're not really going to have primary debates because we've got the incumbent but um, you know and so um, you know stupid is or stupid does yeah I guess so it makes no sense to me and here's another stupid thing the congressional left will not allow any legislation to move forward that would be perceived as positive for the president. Yeah, absolutely not. Therefore, these kids on the border they keep whining about are not going to get any help. No, and they're just going to continue to blame Trump. Yeah, and they'll just continue to blame him. Exactly. They brought up a bill I believe today or yesterday um, and they attached all this crap that Trump can't agree to. (laughs) So you see what they're doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's manipulative, and in the end, it's going to hurt them, not Trump. As Trump knows the art of the deal, he'll figure out a way around it. He has got the Mexican government working for him now. They're moving in fifteen thousand troops. Yeah, I saw that this morning actually in the headlines okay, yeah. to help Trump. About now, time. <laughs> I agree, and I agree. He's got him over a barrel. Here's what worries me. It's when the drug lords and the cartels decide they don't want the Mexican government helping Trump. What's going to happen then? Because we know that the cartel really runs Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. uh, We're not there right now. So far, the cartel seems to be fine. Go help them. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know about have to um, keep our eye on that one for sure. The Congress, Nancy Pelosi's Congress, is not going to help those kids. No, not at all. And they'll just continue to blame it on Trump. Exactly. But yet they will give money to other countries. I mean, they're thinking about, and Jared Kushner's in on this, giving money to the Palestinians. Yeah. 
Yeah. Before they help those kids on the border and before they try to fix the homelessness in America, especially in California. Yeah. Okay, where they basically made or allowed, let me say, use the word allowed, the market, the housing market to put families out on the street. You've got working homeless people. Right. You've got excrement. You've got disease. You've got needles. And, you know, when you build these places for homeless people, these, you know, dangerous. Yeah, just take a drive through Nancy Pelosi's district. That's all you have to do. Exactly. That'll make up your mind Actually, right there. I think you can get a YouTube and watch it from your... I have. That's why I said it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I saw that You don't really even have to go there and look at LA and Seattle. Yeah. And all these places. And, you know, like I said, it, it's even happening here in Springfield, Missouri. We've got a very wealthy family whom I love. I adore them. They decided to go around and buy all the apartment buildings and clean it up. Okay? Right. Which they've done. But what they did was put a whole lot of homeless people out on the streets that weren't homeless. Oh. And now they're everywhere. I mean, living where I live, I used to never see anyone homeless. Now yeah. I see it every time I leave my house. Yeah. I, and there's... a lot of them are working homeless. Yeah. And that's because a lot of people just can't afford it anymore. And no, it, yeah, same things happening you've here in Canada. To, yeah, you've just and and you can't give money to Palestinians who all they do is is hurt the Jews and the Israelis. Um, that's that's what they live for. We're going to give them money. Yeah, that's shouldn't they have their own money? Obama giving money to Iran. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much and, for nothing. Why does Jared want to do that? No, bad idea. Fix yeah. the our border. Help those children on the border. Help the DACA kids. Yeah, for crying out loud, they can't even do that. Help these homeless people. And the ones that need mental health, get them in a facility that can help them. Right, right. You know, I mean, shelters are a momentary fix. They become dangerous. They can become a place where people drain drugs. Uh, they never really work out. So you can put a whole lot of money in, into shelters, and it's 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 worthless. Right. Get the people with mental illness. Get them to facilities. I don't care if you have to ship them across the country. Right. Get, get them someplace where they can be helped. Bless their hearts. Yeah. Get the people into drug facilities that have drug problems. And help the people that are working and homeless with families. Help them get someplace they can afford. Absolutely. I don't care if you buy a bunch of trailers and put them out in the desert. Give them yeah. a home. Yeah, absolutely. We've been taxed to death in Canada, and it's caused a lot of homelessness. So uh, we're dealing with the same things north, up north here. It's scary, too. It's scary because let's face it. One thing about homeless people and why they bother us so much is most of us are just yeah. job loss or a bad problem away, away being there, yeah. being there ourselves. Yeah. And um, it doesn't take too much. You know, I know a couple of people that before 2008 were very wealthy. And one of them is homeless now. The other one wow. is living um, in um, very bad conditions. And these are people that had a lot of money. Wow. They had money to burn, seemingly. Huh. Uh, there are a lot of people that have not recuperated from the 2008 um, crises. They, and these are people that will never recuperate. Right. And really... It wasn't their fault. Yeah. You know, and, and we could go in about that. Um, and we could do a whole show about that. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. Yeah, there's. But, you know, back to the Iran situation. I, I think Trump and uh, other, our other leaders, you know, we have a problem with Iran that maybe we did not have with Afghanistan. 
Afghanistan. Maybe we didn't have with Iraq. We definitely don't have with North Korea. And that is all of uh, the one thing that they all have in common is the regime is evil. Right. All of them, except Iran, had the citizens sort of believing. You know, they, they sort of had that demigod kind of, you know, maybe, they're, maybe their citizens were scared, but um, most of them had convinced their citizens that the outside world was bad. We don't have that on Iran. And, and I think that's because the underground of news and internet there has the young people in particular more educated on the situation. So you really have innocent citizens. Right. I think that's one reason that Trump pulled back. He was going to do this airstrike. He says they told him that 150 people would be dead. Collateral damage. Hmm. You know, as far as collateral damage goes, that wasn't that many. Now, every life is is Not in wartime. Not in wartime. That's a small number in war. I think with Iranians, it's difficult because in a lot of ways, the Iranian people have reached out to the American government to please help them. And how do we do that without killing some of those people? Well, try some more sanctions. I don't know. I don't think that's going to work. I think he's going to have to do an airstrike. An airstrike does not mean a declaration of war, though. We need to remember that. An airstrike is just what it is. I mean, we don't want it. We certainly don't want 150 innocent people to die. Uh, But I fear... uh, that he's going to be driven to that. And I hope not. I oh, I really hope not. Please, no. And you got AOC. You always got AOC in the news. But for this concentration camp um, comparison, she said that the situation the children are in at the border, which I, I have to say, um, the the camps you know, with the fences around it or created under Obama. But, exactly. You know, this is never going to that. The camps haven't changed in 25 years. No, so, they haven't. They're, there's a lot more people in them. That's all. Yeah. How could they blame but, Trump for that when, when he's you, been trying well, all along? Exactly. When you compare that to concentration camps, you really take the Jews off. Yeah, nobody's and, and, exterminated. And, and other people. No, nobody is being exterminated, and and it's silly. Now, AOC was saying this, but a lot of people on CNN, MSNBC, some of their commentators were agreeing with this. Other um, Democrats were agreeing with this. I believe it's part of their playbook. Oh, absolutely. Truth Repetition, I believe this is a talking point. They plan to use this talking point so much that people start to believe it. Right. When the perception becomes truth. Right. Or a perceived truth. Yes. Just think, it's worked in the past. It's in their playbook. I don't know that it'll work so much anymore. Because the American people like we said at the beginning, are getting fed up. Well, it's working on the left only for the left. But like you said, they're not reaching across and pulling those Republican voters in or the independents. They're they're, they're sticking to them. They're preaching to themselves. Exactly. Which is scary when you think about that because very similar to what Hitler did. Well, and I tell you this, there is um, one of the guys on my feed that also has a podcast and forgive me for not remembering his name, but he said that um, if Trump does not win this time, and even if he does, he's probably our last Republican president. Uh, I hope that's not the case. No, I can't see that. I, I just I, can't I, see that. I just hope it's not the case. I think that we think from what we see on TV, that more people have turned socialistic than have really turned 
socialistic. Yeah, yeah, you're you're not seeing the true representation. I mean, no. we we just talked about Trump's uh, campaign launch and Biden's launch, and the numbers don't add up. How they is Biden? How is Biden ahead? So it's another smoke and mirrors tactic to get people to believe. And well, you know, who wants to vote for the loser? So you and might as well just it. vote for Biden, right? So it's that's better. It's better TV. As long as uh, Trump people think Biden might be a hack, we're yeah. watching more TV. Yeah, exactly. You got it there. Now, it, yeah. it always boils down to money. Always. Yep. Yeah, you bet. But, you know, we got to be worried about. The people out here in the middle, um, and 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 I really say outside the bubble because there's a lot of people on the coastlines that are outside the bubble. Yeah, in Canada that means the people out west, because we're yeah. way out in left field, literally. Yeah, and um, you know, like I said, I, I think you know, you, you Fox News, you talk about um, politicians, you talk about commentators, they're always concerned about us out here. Yet on social media platforms, they're never following us. They're following each other, yeah, exactly. each other. I mean, some of the women are actually making me sick. Yeah, it does oh, nauseate you. Oh, you look so beautiful. You look so, you know, and I'm like, really? you know, we got real issues. And if you really <laughs> want to know what we think about somebody, you know, follow a hundred people out yeah. there in the middle. You know, exactly. follow ten. You know, quit just following each other and praising and kissing each other's asses. Yeah, that's... that's. Because, uh... You know what? You're not getting a true feel. What about, you know, like I said, we have Skype. Right. We have um, FaceTime. Yeah, but... You can have one of us on the air every day, every hour. It doesn't cost you a thing. Just but... to see what we think. Yeah, but they think we're all racist, so it only matters to what they think. <laughs> Yeah, it just cracks me up, you know? It's like the pot calling kettle kettle black. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, and and here's something to think about uh, that really hit home to me. For example, in Springfield, Missouri, and a lot of our listeners are from Springfield, and that's where I am, so um, a family, most of the families are living on about $35,000 a year. Okay? Right. Now, I have a map here that tells me what you have to make per hour in each state to uh, rent a two-bedroom home. Now, that could be an apartment or a little house, whatever. Okay? In Missouri, you would need to make $16 per hour. What's your minimum wage? The minimum wage right now is... Under eight dollars. Wow! So okay, you got to make seven sixty an hour. So if you made if you made if you need to make sixteen thousand, I mean sixteen dollars on a forty-hour work week, you need to make fifty-two thousand dollars a year to rent wow. a two-bedroom place. And now Missouri is not one of the cheapest, really, but. Mediocre. I mean, for example, Arkansas is two dollars less an hour than us. Okay. Okay. Oklahoma is about a buck less. Um, South Carolina is about a buck more. But what is really earth shattering is when you get into a place like Seattle, Washington, twenty-seven dollars and seventy-eight cents an hour. California, where we got all these homeless people, thirty-four dollars and sixty-nine cents an hour. Wow. New York, $30.76 an hour. Uh, Hawaii, I believe, is the highest at $36.82. Okay, so that's what you need to make. So you need three incomes. (laughs) Wow. And I think that's why, I mean, you know, um, I have a son with disabilities. He has a girlfriend with disabilities, um, you know, they have a little apartment, they barely make it, we help them, okay? Right. At the tune of about $400 a month. Okay. You know, maybe more, that's just what I know of, you know, and then we buy like food for them. And they need another roommate, 
And another Jeez. roommate would make a world of difference. So you're right. Basically three incomes. Because we just talked to their um, landlord today. You know, because he really doesn't necessarily like a third. You know, he likes a couple. Right. And we're saying, you know, they really aren't making it. And someday we're going to die or retire. Right. Hopefully we retire and then die. But, yeah. you know. And we won't be able to help them. They really need that third in a roommate. Right. So you're correct. And in some of these places, I'm not sure three would cut it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You would have to have about four or more. So, you know... We, we we have to think about these things. Yeah, it would have to be a two-bedroom with two bunk beds. Yeah. <laughs> we can agree there. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But one thing, one little happier note to end on or something very interesting is patriotic states. Okay. The top 10, New Hampshire is number one. Wyoming is number two, number three, Vermont, four, Utah, five, Idaho, six, Wisconsin, seven, Alaska, eight, South Carolina, and Missouri. We made it. Number nine, Minnesota's number 10. Wow. There you go. So, uh, proud of yourself. A lot of veterans, if you made that list and you're, you are, you also get out and vote. Right on. Yeah, um, no. Some of the criteria they used. Right. Good. Good to hear. We can agree that's some good news to end on other than all of the hypocritical stuff that we have to go through being on the right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We definitely agree, but we don't always agree. Nope. Life's a journey. We're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening.